You are tuned in to DAR Media. We are here for another round ball, round table rock. I got it right that time. We got a, a, a big panel, a bunch of guys who know basketball. We got great reviews off the last one. We're actually really pumped to have our guy Apollo with us tonight, a guy who is plugged into actual scouting departments in the NBA, uh, who is plugged into some other places that we can't really talk about uh, as far as the NBA. But again, like I always say, we hope he still has time for us when he goes on to bigger and better things in a couple of years. Eagle, our guy from the Eclipse Theory Game podcast, uh, he just got done doing his first big insider game review this week, so we're all pumped for him. We got our guy, one of our main NBA contributors, Jeff Axel, the Axeman, with us again tonight, ready to spit some knowledge. And we're also joined by our new guest, NBA contributor, Sean, who is uh, a good friend and goes back with all of these guys, so also plugged in to the information. And of course, we've got the mogul, true god, immortal of the rap game, uh, and DAR Sports Media leading the way. So, NBA talk tonight. This week, one of the things that I think piqued all of our interest especially me and Peagle, we were going back and forth about it on Twitter, is the Dame and the Portland front office comes out and says, we are, we are, we will stay committed to building a winner in Portland. And my reaction was, motherfucker, to stay committed to something, you have to be committed to it in the first place. And you guys have said the same thing every year. It feels like for 10 fucking years at this point, Never made a big move. You finally drafted a, a, a really good prospect, and you sound like you're not happy with that. I'm so fucking over it with this this whole thing and them saying the same thing every single year. Peagle, I know you had thoughts. Start us off spicy, man. So I, I can only start with Dame, I guess. So everybody, every single one of us in here understands the concept of loyalty. It's pretty much why we all fought with each other. To a man, we understand the concept of loyalty. But there is a significant point where loyalty becomes stupidity. And Dame Lillard has crossed into that threshold. At a certain point, he's got to look around and go, this is not working. I want to win. I want out. And no one's going to hate him for it. He's going to feel silly because the problem with being loyal is loyalty works until you start pounding your chest about how loyal you are. After you start doing that, the second when you realize it's better for you and best for you to move on, you look stupid because you've been pounding your chest about how loyal you are. So for him to pound his chest all these years, I want to be loyal to, to Portland. I want to stay here and I want to win a championship. I'm not thinking about leaving. And then to get to this point, it looks ridiculous. You look at like, the, the history of the Portland Trailblazers. Dame Lillard was born July 15th, 1990. That is three days after me. That is 13 years since the first and only championship in Portland Trailblazer history. 1977 with Bill Walton. And the entire time that we've been alive, plus those 13 years, the Portland Trailblazers have done nothing. And I'm sure people will go, oh, they went to the finals. They ran into Jordan. They didn't have a shot. Well, they went to the conference finals. They went seven with the Lakers, and they pissed down their leg at that time. Well, they went to the conference finals with the Warriors, and they got swept out of there, straight up swept. They've done nothing their whole fucking time. Me and Dame Lillard have been alive. 
And then you get to this point where Dame is walking into the to the front office and has an opportunity to leave. This man has set himself up to break up with the Portland Trailblazers. And he walked in that fucking office and he let, I don't even know the fucking GM's name is, but he let that man talk sweet to him the entire time. And he walked in there, that man talked sweet to him, Dame dropped his draw, spread his legs, and walked out that office with a baby in his stomach talking about, I think I can change him. No, you can't. Fuck out of here. Get out while you can get out. This shit is stupid. Let it go. I'm going to jump just... in. <clears throat> because that, what you just, the last bit, bit of what you just said was the most ridiculous shit I ever heard, but the most true shit I've ever heard. And if if you, if I sound a little off because I'm, I'm in the middle of eating a burger. <clears throat> but um, nah, I, I agree with you. Uh, maybe that's about walking out with a baby and saying I could change him. That's 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 it's a little little dark there. <clears throat> a little relevant. Uh, relevant it's all dark. It's all, yeah, dark. it's all dark. It's all dark. It's all dark. But uh, no, I, I I gotta say real quick. Um, for me, I think Dame is a perennial loser. I think he's always gonna be a perennial loser. I think he is not gonna ever win shit, no matter where he goes. And the reason why is because the NBA is changing. It's vastly changing. It's always going to change. This new CBA shit that they put out today, obviously the NBA is going to be a lot different. Um, stars are going to get paid. Those, you know, mid-tier guys are not going to get those big big contracts. You're not going to see a Ben Simmons get $30, $40 million no more because you got to prove you, you're worth it. So, I mean, that's a good thing. Obviously, there's there's some some issues as to why that might be a problem for, you know, for teams. But um. I think Dame's issue is that he cares so much about what other people think about him. And I and and I know that that sounds like a personal thing, but it's just going off of what he what he does and how he moves from his raps, from how he feels like he was doubted, like I gotta stay down. Like this is a business. And if you want to stay with Portland because that's where you're gonna make the most money, totally understand that. That makes sense. But if you can get traded somewhere where you can possibly win and they will accommodate you, then you should have just did that already. If you don't care about winning that much, <clears throat> like most of these guys, that's tell the truth. Most of these most of these motherfuckers don't care about winning like that. They in it for the money. And guess what? As a as a motherfucker who needs money, I understand. I get it. <laughs> like, if you give me a two hundred and fifty million dollar contract to stay in Portland for five years, I'm gonna just take it. I don't care. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go go hoop. Enjoy myself. Maybe get a couple scoring titles. Dame was very close to doing that. Get some scoring titles. Maybe go for an MVP. Get to a second or third seed. Leave, you know, lose in May. And then I'm going home with $50 million after the year is over. That's okay for people to treat sports like a job. It's okay. Some people want to want to win at all costs. Some people don't. If Dame is somebody who does not care about winning at all costs, that's totally okay. And he needs to just accept that and be like, it's not about being loyal to the franchise. It's being you're comfortable. Comfort matters more than winning for a lot of people. You look at relationships. Since we brought up, you know, walking out with baby and saying I could change them, you bring relationships. Some people value comfort over complete happiness. Some people just comfortable, you're familiar with something, you don't want to leave it. That might not be what makes you happy. It might not be what, you know, what, what'll give you the, the complete joy. But if you're comfortable in that situation, you'll stay there. And if Dame is that type of person, great. But no matter what, you're going to always be a loser. That is my opinion about Dame. Portland, losing, that's a that's a losing franchise. Scoot, I think Scoot deserves better. Um, yeah, absolutely I, does. I, 
I think Scoot, uh, you, you you know, if I had to pick one team where I would like to have seen Scoot go, I mean, he was he was working out in the he been working out in the summertime with a a little guy named Steph Curry. So I would have loved to see those, those two kind of you know him under uh, Steph's wing, but I know that wasn't possible. But I just don't feel like Portland is going to be a place where he can truly grow and he can truly get uh, better because what is the system there? You know, what is the, you know, what is like, what is the, like, what is the focus there in Portland? I mean, you got Jeremy Grant, that's your vet. I mean, who who are you going to turn to 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 lead the way for school? Dame is your vet? Dame? You got to, you're going to possibly get rid of Anthony Simons, uh, to, you know, to try to bolster your roster a little bit. He's talking about getting Draymond Green to Portland, Draymond Green, triple single, Draymond Green. All right. All I want to say is I believe Dane is running from the grind, as he says before, about players that join super teams. But I feel like he feel like if he goes to form a super team with, like, Boston or or maybe Miami, if they would have won, his weaknesses would have been exposed a whole lot more. He can't play D. He can't play off the ball. So like all those notable weaknesses were how we'll just spit a Curry or a Kyrie or somebody like that. Now they'll be on Dame. And Dame, since we're still sticking with the relationship topic, Dame is like somebody, and I hate to use the term, that dates down. You know what I'm saying? So he won't say in that situation because it'll make him look better in the end. But who can you really who can really win with Jeremy Grant being your second best player? You know what I'm saying? That's not going to happen. Then, you know, he done had – he done, well, I ain't going to say he ran coaches out. He had plenty of coaches. That didn't work. Hell, he was a three seed. And he got swept by a six seed. And I think, what, 2018, 2017? Somewhere around there? So it's like, yeah, it's like clear to see it. Yeah. Yeah. That was like 2017, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, things like that, like Dame is – Dame is not somebody that'll change the franchise around as a top guy. Now, I believe he could fill that Anthony Davis role tremendously. Like, he'd go to a team with, uh, like, if he were teamed up with Kevin Durant, then yeah, he would have been great for that role. But as far as being the lead, man, you're not going to work with Dame. Because to be honest with you, we talk about Harden, we talk about a whole lot of other players, but Dame has put up some stinkers in the playoffs, and he has pulled up plenty of them. You know, like when that summer when him and CJ was uh was talking junk about KD going to the Warriors and whatnot, and I believe KD was unhealthy and they still got swept. Four game, but they, yeah, they still got swept. So, Dame is just a guy. He wants his money, but he don't want to come out and say he wants the money. You know, he wants to play that loyalty card. So if he lose, he can say, "Oh, I was loyal to the team in the end." You're not. Like I said I've been alive since '96. Last time Portland had any sustained success, I was like five. And those were Pippen and them. So I've never seen Portland be good and be a great brand organization. Outside where bad luck plays a part with Brandon Roy, of course. They could have made noise with him. But yeah, Dame is just I feel like I feel like he just wanted to um he just wants some money. He wanted to pull a mellow without being treated like mellow. And that's all I really got to say on them. In all honesty, I wouldn't be mad at, you know, wanting to get the 60 mil, get the early exits to be the all-time leading scorer. Just say that. Stop pump faking, acting like 
it's a loyalty thing and oh i don't want to be he don't want to deal with the pressure like, he just wants to hoop get his numbers and just keep it moving like um it was stated earlier he struggles playing off ball bad defender it was exposed during the olympics last year he didn't really play efficiently with other great players at all and outside of the first round a lot of his playoff moments aren't memorable i remember the series against Denver, CJ McCullum had to carry him in game seven because he shot below 40%. So I don't know. People just get caught up in the regular season and then the early playoff appearances of Dame, and it kind of skews the perception of who he really is. He's a quality player, but I don't know. He's not a franchise changer. Even when he was averaging 30-plus last season, the games he played, they were still below 500. So it's like, I'm not going to say they're not impactful points at all, but he's not on the tier as some of these other players. And I'm just tired of him talking to Chris Haynes all the time, talking about, oh, I don't know if I want to be here. I don't know if I want to deal with a rebuild. Like, Shaden Sharp, he's a talented young player. Uh, Anthony Simons is a talented young player. I think Scoot is too. But somebody has to go in order for Scoot to thrive and play to his max potential. I know Jeremy Grant's a restricted free agent. He wants 30 mil. So I don't know if they're going to resign him. I don't know if they're going to bring Yusuf Nurkic back. They're at a crossroads, but I would go all in with the rebuild. I'd be like, yo, Dame, appreciate what you did. You're the all-time leading scorer here, but I'm going to have to trade you somewhere. We're going to have to build around these young boys. I'll just be honest with them. But they just want to do this treadmill team treachery. I don't understand why. Like, it's pointless to me. And then Billups ain't that good of a coach either. But I don't know what his identity is. The whole thing about Dame is, um, I agree with all y'all, um, the whole loyalty thing is overblown. Um, I I think it's more so, like y'all said, he's scared to say it because he doesn't want to look bad. And you, you got to realize, like, it's a business at the end of the day. I mean, yes, it's entertainment, but it's also a business just as much. And um, I just think that he's putting too much into that that media-driven stuff because he just wasn't doesn't want to be a villain. Because we know in the past, what like like they say, all superstars once they go to another team, or if they even hint that they want to go to another team, I like Anthony Davis a couple of years ago. You know, when he was trying to get out of the, uh, New Orleans and things like that. Like just a just as an example, but um. It's just like, oh, they got to be a villain. And it's like, bro, nobody really cares. Um, I mean, Dame has put enough stock, enough stock, at least, you know, on the court where he has that, you know, that cachet. Like, bro, we want you. We want to see you on a, on the biggest stages. We want to see you in the brightest moments. So it doesn't matter if you want to request a trade. Nobody cares. We know it's a business. Um, So I think it's overblown. Um, If I was Portland, I would definitely trade his ass um, because of the returns that I'm going to get. You got to realize, like, if y'all didn't, like, because y'all couldn't trade the third pick, uh, being Portland, you couldn't trade the third pick, we kept, we keeping it, and we getting rid of you, Dame. And also, you, you might as well try to uh, dangle Nurkic as well. I mean, just hit the reset button, um, and you got Scoot as your new leading man. Um, and let's just, you know, call it what it is. Because, because they're kind of stuck in that no man's land 
and have been for a long time, just from from a, a non-insider's perspective, to where they're not going to go much further than the first round, but they're also never going to be in the top 10 in the draft. So you're you're kind of stuck. And structurally, with the stuff they have going on with the cap, the people that they chose to pay, it's it's going to be kind of tough to to bring somebody else in as well. So I, I, you're right, both for Dame, because we do want to see him in those moments. And I think, you know, he's been a hard – I know we're kind of roasting him right now, but dude's always been a hard, a bust-ass worker, fearless scorer. I want to see him go to a better team and and, and have a shot. Um, and then for Portland, you're right. They don't have – Again, they're, they're they're kind of stuck in that middle to where they're they're never going to be too much more than a second round team. They're never going to have a chance at a real great player, other than when they lucked out this year. Um, while we were going, we had another NBA insider contributor join the chat. Uh, Tay, what's your take on the entire Dame Lillard situation? Um, me personally, I think the Blazers should trade Dame because you gotta think. Their core is very young outside of him. You got Shaden Sharp, you got Simons, you got Scoop. Young teams don't win early when your whole core is young. So Dane will be 33 in a few weeks. You got to think by the time these guys develop, he'll be 36. Who knows if he'll be the same kind of player he is now. And, I mean, yeah, they should just they should just get rid of him, start from the scratch. I feel like they already have the future there. He's holding it back, and it's starting to become – selfish honestly for him to still be on the team I, they should just move on and but then again i don't see a team best suited for him because he he doesn't want to stack the deck either like i get that i just don't i don't see a, a another team that adds dame and he takes into the next level i i really don't i don't see a team I, it's gonna be like a a kd thing whatever team he goes to they're still gonna like i just don't see a a valid team that he can be traded to. That's because he doesn't add much to the defensive end. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> so around the room, um, what do each guy go give a team and a reason? Who do you think Dame could go to and help them out and and elevate them to another level? I mean, he sounds like he wants. To, he sounds like he basically wants to stay in Portland. The way he's describing it, I don't want to go to a team with three superstars. I just want to go somewhere where I think I have a chance. Well, you've been listening to the GM lie to you and tell you you got a chance. So you either stay in Portland or you get go to the Nets. That's it. It's the same situation. He's going to go to the Nets. They're going to trade who they have to trade to get him, and it's going to be the same exact situation. So it's either stay home or go to Brooklyn. Send that man to the Knicks. <clears throat> Send that man to the Ooh. Knicks. <laughs> How we go to the Knicks? Send him to the Knicks. That's I, 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 I like Brunson going forward better than Dane going forward. They they, they have nobody nice. to dangle to to trade Portland, but that would be nice. <laughs> Julius, Julius, get Julius Randall the hell out of here. That's right. That's <laughs> it. Uh, Randall and Nurkish on the same team would be nasty work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's no space on that floor. I want that. I, I think I want that. I want them to suffer. I want them motherfuckers to suffer. <laughs> gonna call the no, I will say, though. I will say Boston or Miami will be his best bet if you were to leave Portland. They will give him the best chance to make it to the finals. They actually had defenders. No, no, no. He don't Lakers. play no defense. They wouldn't fuck with him in Miami. Pat Riley had that dude pissed off. Hey, look, you got sometimes you gotta take it. He, he, he give you he, he give you at least thirty two. 
I'm Dax, what do you think? Dax, what do you think? I'm going to say the uh, Sixers probably uh, get rid of Harden and I guess maybe move Maxi. They had like a full-fledged youth movement. I'm not sure. Like, Maybe the Sixers. You say replace one loser with another loser. That's crazy. You, you know uh, Daryl Morey ain't having that. <laughs> you should replace one loser with another loser. That's right, James Harden. I'm calling Daryl Morey sent one of his kids out before he sent Harden out. <laughs> yeah, that man got a, he got a love story with Harden. I don't know what it is. Man. Do not let that man go. That man is playing hardball. Like, God damn. <laughs> he loves him, James Harden. Uh, well, I will say – I, I definitely don't agree with he says sitting Maxi out. I definitely wouldn't agree with that for no damn Dame Lillard. Uh, not that Maxi's like some you know all world uh, great player. I just feel like you could probably get a little bit more production with Maxi and and a Dame on the on like on the team together. But Maxi, they think he's a breakout star. So that's another thing. I I think that's just the that's just the thing about it is like there's no team that can gut their team for for somebody like like a dame uh and and still be you know like Miami like I think Miami's the only place that needs offense right so that needs a good amount of that's like at least at least in a contending spot that needs offense yeah uh, I know you guys so. love defense and I love you for that what about so you're probably going to hate this idea what about Dallas Bukari? that's too many black people too many black people on that team. Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban would not, Mark Cuban well, I think that. I think Kyrie's unsigned right now. So what if they pivoted and? But you still got to trade something. You still got to trade something for it. True, true, true. I'm just talking about fits right now. Just teams Dame that he Luka, could help. Dame and Luca together is like the slowest, most ISO heavy. And I thought Kyrie was bad. You got Dame who can't do shit off ball. Luca, who let's be real. I mean, I love Luca, but he's not an off ball player. Um, I think Dallas would be. They would score. They would. They would both score twenty five or thirty, and it would look hilarious in the regular season. And then the playoffs would come, and then Luca be carrying all current carrying all the weight basically. And I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Dame would fit in that. Um, I I just don't see it. Wait, is Jason Kidd still? Is Jason Kidd still a coach? In Dallas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What about going to fit next to Luca? What about the Lakers? I'm about to kick you off your own meeting. I'm about to kick you off your own meeting, brother. Isn't that right, though? Okay, Anthony Davis, extremely talented, but but kind of doesn't always show up. Injury problems. I think an argument you could talk yourself into. Don't get me started. A a Davis for for Dame Little trade. And if you're both teams, because because Portland would get a little bit younger, still have a star player. Dame could go into a situation where he would be surrounded with some other talent. And the Lakers would be I'm the just saying. Seed. And the Lakers would be the third team seed again because okay. Anthony Davis is the best player on that team. Let's tell the truth. Anthony Davis is the best player on that team. LeBron James is is thirty. Is he's forty seven years old. The man got a bad foot. He had a bad ankle. He's he's in his twenty first year. You can't keep banking on LeBron. You put Dame with LeBron. I mean, who's playing defense? Bron yeah, ain't playing defense as a player at that point. Yeah, like, like a a D. I, I guess Brooke Lopez. Yeah, like a- D- Davis like, can't Davis can't play defense from the bench when he's hurt all the time. But Davis hurt all the time Le- too. But Le- Le- LeBron, LeBron, Dame, and LeBron miss miss hella games these last couple of years. LeBron has not played 
over what 65 games uh since he got to the Lakers, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, something like we, that. If we don't count the bubble, and yeah. AD has about the same situation. So you're looking at you're looking at uh an AD who can't stay healthy. You're looking at a Braun who is 40 years old, can't stay healthy. You looking at uh a Dame Lillard who plays 50, 60 games a year and doesn't play defense. So I don't think that fits. I think if you were going to put Dame anywhere in LA, the Clippers would be more of a. I was fit. just about to mention oh, the yeah, Clippers that, that, next. That's, yep. a, that's a good fit, actually. That's, that's actually you know that would be a good fit. But he don't want to go where it's three stars. So what do you do? You trade Paul George for Dame? You trade oh, Kawhi yeah. for Dame? No, you don't do that. Yeah, that that Dame, Dame will only work if you can keep Anthony Davis, and you can't do it. So that's why. That's yeah. why. and even then, it's like trade LeBron as. Yeah, trade LeBron. Dame <laughs> I would say hypothetically, Denver would probably be the best fit. It'd be great in pick and roll, you know, for a little bit while they both on the floor. But <laughs> that's the thing. If yeah. Dame need to stay his ass in Portland, ride that contract out, retire, yeah. and stop yeah. making them damn rap albums. That's Yo, he, it. Got the, he got the supermax. <laughs> like, like, like people got to realize he has a supermax, and it doesn't run until twenty twenty five. So he's paid. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro, stay your ass there. Hey, yo, we've had another contributor join the chat. <laughs> yeah, we, got, we, got, we got, got, young, got young child in here. He said, he said, yes, saying about Dane, right? Well, yeah, said the same thing that. we said about Dane. That's right. <laughs> he's he's he boy Curry. He love Curry. That's right. He, he definitely love Curry. You know, well, there you, know there you go. CP3 and some parts for for. Dame, <laughs> easy. Hey, wait, wait. I would do that. I would do that. A I, was I was about to say. I was about to say. I can make that trade. Yeah, get CP3 the fuck out of here. I saw yeah. Darius Garland was available. I texted True. I'm like, yo, send CP3 to hell. Yeah, like take C- take CP3 and send him out. Now, and I'm gonna say this real quick. I seen Steph Curry say something about Jordan Poole. Everybody on this panel knows Steph Curry. That's my dog. Right, like that's my that's that's my guy. But he said, you hate to lose JP, but we're trying to win right now, and CP3 helps. No, the fuck he don't. Who has CP3 helped win? Let me go. Dude, was it the Clippers? No. Was it New Orleans? No. Was it uh, Houston Rockets? No. I don't care about that. Oh, Chris Paul's hamstring didn't get hurt. I think that's every season. That don't matter. It, 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 who, who, who else he played for? Uh, Houston, then he went to with Phoenix. Thunder. 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 Yeah, he went Thunder. to the Thunder. Thunder. Oh, he, he helped get the Thunder to the first round in the bubble year. So what? So I could have done that. Shut up. That's not the point. Chris Paul has not helped anybody win anything. Steph Curry, you were a legend, brother. You're my favorite, you've been my favorite player for the last 10 years. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You don't need to be the GM. You don't need to have no power. You need to learn, get you some LeBron in you. I hate to say this, or some KD in you, and go get you a star and win. Go get Giannis. Go get anybody else. Go well, get go KD get don't KD don't go get stars. He just goes to the stars. Well, that's true. But I mean, they got Bradley Bill, even though it's not really a star star. But yeah, I mean, it's just you need something. You need you need you need that 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 in you. Like Chris Paul is not it. Like that's not like everybody's Especially talking about thirty eight year old Chris Paul. Yeah, hey, he gonna open he, he gonna open up Kaminga's game and and Moody's game. It's like, yeah. do you Kaminga, watch Chris Kaminga, Paul play? Like. Do you watch Chris Paul play and how to, how he slows the game down? Golden State needs faster pace. Golden State needs people who can keep up. Like, 
that's why Poole was a better fit, in my opinion, for, for what they were trying to do. It's just that Poole just he got punched in the face. So he couldn't. I mean Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr said that I, I I liked our team then, but he think them niggas is too old. So he's saying we changing our style. He said this. So everybody's on board, man. <laughs> that shit gonna be funny. They was number one in pace for the last couple years. They they hated Poole. That's all that tell me is they hated. They, they didn't like him. They they <laughs> didn't like him. They, they don't like Kaminga. Poole was wilding behind the scenes. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. These these poor warriors. We just we just give them work on every episode. Uh, and then for, as for Portland, back to that. I don't know. Maybe they could add some free agents since free agency kicks off on Friday. Uh, we're gonna have you guys go through your list of top free agents. Good landing spots. Your thoughts on free agency in general starting up this week? Uh, X, you had you had a good a good a good starting point for free agents. What you what you think, X? Who do you think uh, makes sense to go certain teams and all of this stuff? Like who 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 are you who are you looking looking forward to seeing where they go uh, in free agency? Um, I'm looking forward Kyle Kuzma. In all honesty, um. I think he could go to either Sacramento or Indiana. I feel like those would be good spots. They're looking for forwards, and um, he could help out their front court. Solid scorer. Um, interested to see where Westbrook goes if he resigns with Clippers, or if he goes to a team like the Bulls, who kind of are refusing to rebuild, but he can go there and just make an immediate impact. Uh, Jeremy Grant, I think he could help some teams out. He averaged 20 a game, 40% from three last season. So looking forward to seeing what Jeremy Grant can do. Um, who else? Fred Van Vliet, I'm not sure where he can go. I can see him, if Dallas doesn't re-sign Kyrie, I can see him going down to Dallas, playing off ball with Luka. Uh, defense be suspect, but... I could see Fred Van Vliet going to a team like Dallas. And um, Christian Wood, I heard he wants to go to Miami. I think that would be a good fit next to Bam Adebayo because that could slide Bam down to the four. I think that would be solid. OG Ananobi, I, I could see him going to a Memphis-type team, but – I don't know what Toronto wants to do. I heard they want to hold on to him. I can see him going to a Brooklyn Nets type team as well. It just depends if uh, how much they want to pay for him. So it'll be real interesting. It's a lot of solid free agents. I don't know what Harden's going to do, but I don't want to see him in Houston. I think that'd be a nasty fit. The young boys just let them young boys play and develop. So it's a lot of movement that I think can happen there. I, I'm intrigued by this free agency class. It's not top tier players, but it's a lot of quality players that can help teams out immediately. Yeah, I I, I agree with you, uh, Paulo. What you think, man? What, what do you think about this uh for free agency? So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot off a couple of uh, lesser notable names. Um, see, Derek Rose is an interesting uh, free agent. Uh, I don't think that the Knicks are going to resign him. Um, he's going to cost too much, and I don't think they want to waste time trying to offer him a contract, and he's not really going to make that much of a, a difference for him. Um, there's rumors that he, he might have a homecoming with, with Chicago. 
I don't really see that really working either because they already have somewhat of a a glut of point guards. Um, even though Lonzo Ball's hurt, but you know you got Colby and uh, Dosunmu. I don't think um I don't think and Derrick Rose will really move the needle. Um, so he, he's just an interesting name, you know, just for nostalgia's sake. Um, Van Fleet, uh, act, act actually pulling out a good, a good uh, team. Uh, he actually would be pretty good in Dallas. Um, but uh, I mean, that's if they, that's if they can afford him. Uh, he's gonna be pretty pricey. Um, who else? Uh, Karis LeVert is also another interesting guy because. With he provided solid value off the bench this year. He had a pretty efficient year for 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 his a player his stature. But um, I think because some teams probably you know had an eye on him for the playoffs, he might have more suitors than Cleveland thinks, and they're gonna have to try to keep him because I don't think they they I don't think they're gonna want to match him once these other teams bid for his services. Um, and I'll just um. I'll say uh, Josh Hart. Josh Hart. He's going to be. They're going to sign him. I don't know. I don't know why the Knicks even did that extension, uh, that, that midnight deadline or whatever. They're going. They're going to extend him. He was too good for them as a fit. Um, and uh, me and Axe talked about this a little earlier. Uh, KJ Martin. Um, I I actually think he's going to have more suitors than maybe people think. Um, he had a pretty solid year. His his true shooting percentage was like like over 50%. And, you know, you take that to account because all these scouts and all these like executives, they're looking for those advanced stats. They're looking for everything all around that you can do. And that means that he's pretty efficient. And um, to be on a squad like Houston like that, you know, I think he might be, he, I think he might have outplayed himself or outpriced himself for Houston. Um, so they, uh, uh, I think Boston might be an interesting fit. X kind of convinced me on that one. I think he might be because because I think with Udoka gone from Boston, they need toughness. They need somebody with a little bit of umph that you know what I mean, and he gets that from his father. So uh, I think that actually might be a sneaky good fit. And the last person I'll say is Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks seems to be a hot candidate. Like he, he like he's talked about in all these circles for some reason. But I think that's all fluff. I think that's all by his agent because I don't think a lot of people are going to bite on Dylan Brooks as possible. But he will go to another team, no doubt. Okay, uh, Pigo, what, what what do you think? What, what what free agents are you looking forward to? Uh, to, to seeing where so, they go. Apollo brought up Derrick Rose, and I totally forgot that that was even an option. But he said that, and then I immediately got mad at the Warriors all over again because I'm like, damn, you could have just waited, picked him up, and shit pool out for something better. But it is what it is. Um, I think. I think I saw something hard in his act. They they're looking like it looks like Harden's gonna stay in Philly. They saying like a two or three year deal. Harden might might actually end up staying in Philly, which would be hilarious because they still ain't finna win shit. Um, Fred Van Vliet's an interesting one because he's one of those dudes that's like he's obviously not your number one. He's probably not your number two, but he'd be a damn good number three. And he'd be one of those number threes where you know you're about to get 15 to 17 solid ones out of him, but he can give you 30 at any time. Um, I mean, maybe this, the Suns are going to have to be aggressive. 
I know we're about to shit on them later. They're going to have to be aggressive and try to make something happen with that bench and that defense. So maybe, you know, that's their big swing. Um, I would want to see a team like – I'd want to see a team like Cleveland go after Christian Wood because I, I think that they could use some more athleticism at the big position. Like I, I know they got like Evan Mobley and um, I think Jared Allen is still there. But I, I thought a lot of their their problem was that defensively they weren't like fast enough, and that probably just comes with like age and experience, and that. So you know maybe they stand pat, but I think they could use somebody that can that can get around the court pretty quickly because Christian Woods been getting passed around like a blunt the last few years, and I don't get it because I mean he's a solid he's a solid offensive player, but he can give you a lot of help on defense. I mean that dude's quick, he's explosive as all hell. I mean, there. I I just don't see any reason why people aren't paying them. Kyrie is a fucking head case. I mean, that that could go anyway. That dude might might mess around and try and end up in Boston again. Sorry, X, but you just don't know what the hell he's going to like. I I I said it from the beginning, right before he left Boston. You don't never trust a man that believes the earth is flat. And he done proved <laughs> me right every every day since then. <laughs> so there's just there's just no telling what he's going to do. Um. Russ going, I don't know, I because Russ can still help a team out. I mean, his basketball IQ is kind of shit, but he play hard. Like he 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 he's not a great defender, but he tries on defense. And like nine times out of ten, you can get by just trying on defense. But he he can still you know he can get guys the ball. He can still put the ball in the hoop. I I don't know where he would go, but he can definitely still help a team. Um. Middleton is probably staying in Milwaukee. I just I can't see nobody paying him the type of money he think he should get. Cause I mean, ain't a whole lot of teams that's really looking for like that 22, 23 point per game score, and that's really all he give you. Like he's he's long. He's not a great defender. He's an okay defender, but it's like you know, how much money are you willing to pay for that? And he's one of those situations where I think it's it only works where he's at. They're going to pay him exactly like like Draymond. He's like a he's like a higher level Draymond. Draymond don't work nowhere else but Golden State. They're going to pay him what they got to pay him, and he's going to stay where he's at because it's the only place it works. Same thing with Middleton and the Bucks. I just I don't see him going anywhere. Yeah, I I I, I gotta say I agree with you there. Um, the I, I think this I think this is going to be a disappointing free agency for people who are expecting big time moves or want big time moves. I don't I don't see that being a thing that's happening uh this free agency. I don't I don't see any moves that really move the needle. Um star players are mostly locked in. Uh Kyrie, you you did mention Kyrie. Uh you know, Kyrie's and you know he's 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 a wild card. Uh Harden stay in Philly. I mean there's nothing really there for him. Kuzma's interesting. I don't really know who would pay Kuzma. I think he wants a lot more money than I think people will be willing to pay for him. Um, I like like Van Vliet. I don't, I don't know where he ends up because uh, everything boils down to just money, right? So it all boils down to money and how much everybody uh, feels that they're worth. And we know that these players tend to think in their mind that they should get you know uh, a lot more money than I think the average person would would say that they that, that they deserve uh based on their play um so 
this is a tough one. I'm I'm curious to see how it plays out this 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 weekend, because uh, you know you know them deals are already in wait already. You know a lot of those deals are already kind of set up. We just don't hear about them yet. And then you know Woj and Sham's gonna go. You know they gonna go ham and and putting it all out. Um, to, see Sean, Sean, who 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 you think who you think is a, a prominent prominent uh, think- gonna make some moves. I think this summer is going to be the summer where you improve your bitch. You know, you got Kobe White. He don't really fit in Chicago, so he's a restricted free agent. You have Willa U- not Willa Utah. Utah, uh, I forgot his last name. Watanabe, I believe, from Brooklyn. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a different I show, believe. bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> you watch it, you watch Dynamite, nigga. You watch Dynamite. I was watching it a while ago. <laughs> you know, you got Utah, I believe, you know, go to state Phoenix, they'll go after him. He's like a 50-40 guy, not 50-40-90 because the free throw percentage is kind of trash. You know, I believe Bruce Brown, he's going to get, like, some some decent money just off what happened with Denver. He should have got paid just off what he did with Brooklyn because I have no idea why Steve Nash had that man playing the four spot. But, and who else? You know, I believe Kyrie, you know, Kyrie's probably either going back to Boston or he's going to Miami. I want to say Russ is going to uh going to Phoenix, but I just don't know if he's gonna take like that low ball money or if you want to play with Frank Vogel again. Then you have uh who else? I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, and Rui. I believe Rui is gonna get like decent money because the two playoff appearances he had, he upped his play a lot. You know, and plus he's a solid player. He can defend the three and the four. But those like my uh my my main names. I feel like this just is gonna be a free agency period. Period where you uh you fattened up your bench. This is not gonna be where you find like a a bona fide starter like what the other guy said. Where you're gonna like make like two or three big moves. That's not happening this year. Outside of this Chris Middleton, but I doubt he's leaving. Cause who's gonna give him forty million? Well, hell, thirty five million. But yeah, I believe Yuda. I believe Yuda's gonna be the um. He's gonna be the big splash. I think Golden State's gonna get him. Okay. Uh Tay, what what you think, bro? Um, I think this year's free he's gonna be a lot of returning back to the team he came from. Cause not really it's not on the teams with the money to really go out and make a splash. I think the Rockets are gonna have the best free agency though. The Rockets have sixty five mil, I believe, to spend. And with the uh salary cap rules, you gotta spend ninety percent of your cap. So I think they're in prime position for uh, Freddie V. I don't like it, but I think that's what they have to do. Just as like a man, he'll probably get like a two year deal. That's like as a bridge. They need some kind of veteran. That AAU ball, it doesn't work. They they need they need a veteran in there for two two seasons or whatever, and then like you know then they can really then we can really see what the Rockets are about. But yeah, I think the I think the Rockets gonna make a big splash. They'll get Freddie V. I could see Brooke Lopez as well. I could definitely see Dylan Brooks. He fits that that culture. That that'll be their leader, I guess. But um, yeah, and I, I, everyone pretty much. I just see everyone coming back to their own team. I don't. It's not gonna be a big free agency like previous years we had. Okay. Can I say one thing real quick? Um, also look out for Seth Curry. Um, I don't think I don't think they'll I don't think they're gonna resign him because uh, I think he's like what 32, 33. Uh, he might be going to some contending teams. Um, 
you know, just for his shot ability alone. It would be really interesting if he went with his brother in Golden State. <laughs> I was about I to mean, say hey, that. I was about to say that. Hey, hey, <laughs> I feel like he's been going out his way to avoid that, and I don't know why. Hey, you might as well come home, brother. You might as well come home. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the whole damn family being the bait most of the most of the time anyway, because it's not like Seth being in the playoffs that often. So I mean, <laughs> it might. I mean, at this point, you might as well. I mean, they, they need some bench shooting. They need a veteran, and I mean, when Seth is locked in, he's actually a pretty decent defender when he's locked in. Of course, um, I, I I know he's had some some issues staying fully healthy. I think uh, he missed missed a good set of games, I believe, this year, or maybe he was just out of rotation. Um, but it looked like he was, you know, he was out for a considerable amount of time when he was, uh, you know, playing with Brooklyn and stuff, and so, um. And the same thing with Philly. Uh, we playing Philly, I think. Um, do we think? Oh, my fault, true. No, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Do we think Kelly Oubre can help any contender team out? Because no. with Brandon Miller coming in and then Bridges no. getting re-signed, um, I don't know if it's a spot for Oubre in Charlotte anymore. No, well, I don't think no. he's that kind of player. He's not that kind I of player. He he he's a guy who, if you have no aspirations of being a contender. And you just need somebody who can go out there and get you maybe 15 to 20 and look ridiculous doing so. Uh Uber is that guy. Um, I will say he did, he did step, he did step up his game in terms of like rebounding and stuff like that. Um, you know, this season and and, and stuff like that. But it's like, I mean, what <laughs> like what more was he really what more can he really do? Uh given this situation out, you know, in my opinion, I don't think there's very much you could do with somebody like him, uh, personally. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't see him moving the needle for nobody. So PJ uh, Washington could though, like I don't know if they're resigning him, but I, I like PJ. Uh, it's promised there, I, I, but I think like moving the needle is such a you know like I think if you put a PJ Washington in a San Antonio, maybe Golden State off the bench, I mean maybe I don't see him really add anything that teams don't already have. I guess that's just the thing is like when you look for somebody who's gonna move the needle like Kelly Oubre, what does he bring to the team to a team that they don't already have already? Uh like contending teams. Um if you're looking for some wing depth, uh like does that help where do we, where can he really help a Boston, Miami? Um, you know, I'll say this actually. I think Denver actually should bo- uh, bolster their bench up a little bit actually because they went six or seven deep, maybe seven or eight deep in the finals, of course, and, and start the playoffs. Uh, but there's not a lot. Once you get past that starting five, it's, it's really not a lot. Bruce Brown is literally their best bench player. Uh, Christian Brown, uh, probably second best bench player. Um, so I, I think they need to make some moves. I think some of the guys we're naming probably will also help out uh, off their bench, um, especially when, you know, possibility of, you know, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, uh, and, you know, KCP, any of those guys getting hurt, you need somebody to kind of to kind of, you know, be kind of be back up. So uh, I think Denver should make some moves. I just don't know who they're going to go after. Um, How about this name? And wouldn't this shock you? Either Gabe Vincent or Max Struess, because they're both unrestricted. And they they can still shoot. I mean, you know, they, you know, they kind of got exposed. But, I mean, come on, these guys aren't heralded, you know, players anyway. But they still are productive. That actually might be interesting. Because I don't, I don't think Bruce Brown is going to stay. And even if they don't get him, like even if Denver don't get him, I think Chicago might try to make a run at him because they all they can sign is like 
middling guys like that to uh to surround the court with. I would I would like to see Gabe Vincent in this in a situation like off the bench for for Denver. I think that'd be interesting. Um I you know as Denver, I think Denver's interesting because you know, like Jeff Green, obviously, I don't think Jeff Green's coming back. Um, if I had to guess, I could be wrong. Um, I think Jeff Green need to retire. But uh, that's 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 <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But um, yeah, I I, I like th- there's so there's so many different guys that I think maybe this maybe this is the off season the last off season where I think guys can can try to get paid a little bit more than what they actually were. So some of them are probably gonna take you know financially smarter deals as opposed to going to a team where they can make a real impact. There's a possibility. I don't know when the CBA officially kicks in. But based on what I what I was reading, I think this might be some of these guys' last shot at big bigger contracts than they're used to. So once once the you know law averages and everything kind of you know filter out, I I I would assume Bruce Bruce Brown leaves too. Um, I know people said that he they want him to stay, obviously, but um, I don't think NBA kick in July first. Them niggas was fucked. Oh, never mind. They fucked. Okay, never mind. Well. Yeah, uh, in that case, you gotta tell you less money because you ain't getting that big bread, or if you're gonna try to hold out for big bread, like there's also like this is another thing about free agency is like when this shit kick in, a lot of you guys who get those twenty twenty five million dollar contracts, you might not get them, you know. Um, there's a lot of teams that have to focus on a lot of different different aspects too, a lot of different things that they have to focus on. Uh, and there's obviously you know guys who are you know, either restricted or you know, unrestricted free agents who are priorities to their team. So you have to kind of also think about that. This is a lot of different things at work here. And I am interested to see how they all play out because I personally believe uh, this is, uh, this is going to be not an uneventful free agency, but I don't think it's going to have the same. uh, I just don't think it's going to have like any game changing moments. I think the teams are kind of set where they are. I think the only the only people who are gonna probably be active are maybe Phoenix because they need people. Um, Boston probably need people. Um, that, well, they don't really need people. Um, Miami needs to do something, but it doesn't seem like Miami is that focused on doing something unless Dame is the big joker for them. Uh, I think that like there's a lot of teams that just don't they don't have a lot of wiggle room right now. Um, you know. <laughs> And that I guess that goes to the that goes back to Golden State too. Golden State desperately need some veteran bodies, uh, but I don't think a lot of niggas want to play with you know a lot of people want to play with no Chris Paul. So I don't know what they plan to do with that. Um, but speaking of Chris Paul, his his former team. One second, I wanted to ask something because I'm looking up some stats here while you're going over uh-huh. that last part. So two teams that are pretty young star wise. And have less than twelve players on the roster. They rank number three and four in available cap space. Mm. Are the Spurs and the Pistons. Uh, now, uh, like you na- like you said, you named a lot of players that aren't like huge stars, but I think there are also a lot of players that could be helpful veterans to young teams. Another team that we brought up last time was like our favorite team to forget about and then bring up and be like, oh yeah. Is now they have 15 players signed, but the Oklahoma City Thunder have mm-hmm. the seventh have the seventh most cap space 
of any mm. team going into this free agency period. Bunch oh, of badass like, young players, the starting lineup. They could really boost their bench with some salty, talented veterans in this free agency class. So those are the those are the ones that I'm excited to look at and see what they do. What do you think? Uh, Man, if Oklahoma City wasn't in Oklahoma City, that that'd be the way to go. But I mean, niggas are signing up for that. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. Don't think I want to sign up to go no damn. Nope. They get <laughs> no Brooke Lopez though. I think Brooke being there, that'd be nice, like a long decent vet shit. Decent vet for him. Yeah, very solid, and that's veteran presence. That matters. Yeah, that's a decent vet. Yeah. I mean, they, they 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 definitely need that. They need some some veterans there because they have something. They have something. Oklahoma City has something. Yeah, nah, two two three maybe four years. Them them boys is coming. Yeah, so you know it's like the the West is gonna be interesting because I think some teams could fall off. Uh, there are a lot of teams could really fall off. You know, we don't know what Memphis is gonna look like. We don't know what Gold State's gonna look like. We don't know what the Lakers are gonna look like. Uh, the Clippers, another one. We don't really know. You know, Clippers can't stay healthy, so there's opportunity and in, in the window opportunity there for, uh, honestly, uh, Oklahoma City to sneak in. They were in the play-in, so uh, they they should absolutely be better next year than they were this year. So I think they could very well. You get them a couple, you know, one or two more vets that uh, got some poise behind them and, and poised with them, and, and I mean, they, you right in the game. So it, it'd be interesting. I'm sorry, control. They they also need another like rim protector. Um, I mean, I know they got a lot of tall, lanky, athletic, athletic guys, a lot of wings and stuff. But um, they also need like some like you know down low extra uh, depth. Um, I mean, if they want to go in free agency, I mean, you could look at somebody like Dwight Powell. I mean, I mean, I'm just talking about straight rim protection. You know what I'm saying? Uh, There's some way to get some rebounds so they can kick it back to Giddy, to SGA. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I, I think to get more possessions, you know, that's the name of the game. Possess, possessions. The more times you got the ball and you got some efficient scores, but. Yeah. Um, that's my that's my primary team to watch because I think we all really like them and like their potential. So I'd love to see them add some use some of that money which they have quite a bit of to add a couple of of a couple of players that can help them they, they just got to stay patient man and, and stand, stand yeah. pressed he's going to like just stay patient stay the court one team that i don't know how much money they're going to have for free agents is these phoenix suns that we talked about in the last one oh, the last one especially peagle was very direct about this being very dismissive saying this was a second round team. And I got to thinking, I'm trying to think of all of the teams that you guys would with confidence put ahead of them. Denver, obviously, but you know, it seems like every show we do a 30 minute segment shitting on the warriors. So I don't know if, if that's a team you're picking to be a, on top of them. Do we think Sacramento's teeth are grown in enough to be on top of them? Utah, I don't think so. Minnesota, to me, looked looked very unserious last year. Um, tell me, guys. I mean, you know, we're going through all these contenders that went deep into the playoffs. You guys just got done talking about how the Lakers are, you know, we don't know what they're going to be. So I understand the concerns about Phoenix and the lack of defense and the lack of <clears throat> chest hair, maybe. Um, but 
what teams do you feel confident if they're just a second round team? What teams do you feel confident putting above them and why? The man said Phoenix ain't got no tackle meat on their chest. Um, <laughs> I mean, it sounded like that's what you guys were saying on the last episode. I'm, I mean, we can we can really just go. Not, tell me what I'm telling lies. Tell me what I'm telling lies. First motherfucker to double down on that. All right, so we get Denver out. As, assuming everybody is healthy, I'm going Denver, Memphis, Clippers. I'm probably going to take the Kings. Yeah, I'll take the Kings. Um, as unserious as Minnesota is, because they're they're stupid. They're not a bad team. They're just stupid. I could put Minnesota above them, and it's only because of the lack of depth. Like you just can't you can't go three at your top and have nothing else to go with it because Aiton's not going to give them enough to justify counting him in that. But like he'll have he'll give them a few good games. Like Aiton's good for like twenty to twenty two really good games over the course of a season. But that ain't enough. Um, the Pelicans, assuming that Zion gets his issues straight and he's healthy, honestly, I'd take the Thunder. They like these are all teams that I could see beating them in the playoffs, and that's why I said they're a second round team. They're a playoff team. That like that's I mean the regular season is what it is. The regular season basically doesn't matter. So they're going to the playoffs, but once they get there. I mean, if they're not if they're not a top five seed by the time the playoffs come, they're not they're not making any noise. If they if they can go top five, probably four, they can get past the first round just by sheer like force of will between the three stars. But once you get to that second round and shit really get tight and motherfuckers' benches really start to matter, they're they're done. So yeah, they'll go. They'll go to the playoffs, but that's like I said, that's a second round squad, second round coach, second round everybody but the first three. You, you bring up something. You brought, you you said something about the teams, and it made me think about. It. And I believe this. If Kawhi Leonard was healthy, uh, Paul George was healthy, the Suns don't make it out the first round, in my opinion, in this past playoffs. I don't believe they do. Um, I agree with that. You know, yep. and I think, and I think that's something that people kind of we kind of glossed over a little. We kind of glossed over a little bit because that you know Russ was the only one out there. You know, mm-hmm. when it was Russ and when it was Russ and Kawhi out there for game one, uh, again game was one and two. These were close games. Uh, Could have gone either way. Um, you put Paul George on the floor uh, throughout throughout that first. Uh, you know, now that's the extra person that Phoenix has to guard. It's bad enough they can't guard that well as is. So you got another person who can get you 25 that you got to guard. I think the Clippers could have done that, which is why I think if the Clippers stayed, of course, stayed the way they are. I think this is Ty Lue's last year. I think it was last year, one of, his last, one of the last two years on his contract. Um, I think if the Clippers are healthy and they have focus, and it felt like there was a dark cloud on the Clipper, <laughs> around the Clippers this last year. Well, there's always a dark cloud around them. But I feel like the Clippers should should be better than they were 
this past year if if Kawhi is healthy, obviously, and that's always a a question mark. But if if healthy, are the, are the Clippers ever healthy? Are they ever focused? Well, think about this. Well, focus. Focus. Yes. Healthy. Health. Yes. No. Hell no. Like, I'm just saying. So, so, so here's the thing: the year that the Suns made the finals, which is funny, the Clippers, if healthy, would have got them out of here. I fully believe that too. Uh, it was Paul George by himself. Paul George by himself. I mean, Paul George said himself he's not number one. He's two. He's he's a he's number two guy. Uh, so I think, like I said, if they're healthy, which like once again. A broken clock is right twice a day, right? So at some point, maybe this is the year they finally can keep it together. Maybe they get hurt earlier in the year and then they stay healthy like through the end of the year. Maybe this is the year. I don't know. Or maybe they 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 do enough load management or whatever the shit is that, that they can stay healthy. But I like obviously Denver over Phoenix. Um I'm not hundred percent sure how I feel about Memphis. Um we'll see. You know, we'll see. No, no Dylan Brooks, which is probably a good thing. But it's just the Ja thing. You know, he's only missing 25 games. It's like that's going to still be somehow a black cloud with how NBA NBA uh, audiences and crowds are. But there's still going to be something that can mess his mind up throughout the year. Hey, we don't and also we don't know what he's going to be doing when he get back or exactly. Do do that's better. what I was about they to say. Good without him, <laughs> but that's another team that dumb, but talented. That's, that's, that's what, what I mean. That's what else I. That's what else I was about to say about Jaw. It ain't just it ain't just the environment. But if he does something fucking crazy again, <laughs> which that which, too and, is gonna drag them down. And that's something that we haven't we hadn't we haven't discussed because obviously he's been he's suspended, so he's not really relevant until you know sometime in like December, January. But like, there's no guarantee that he's going not you know. I mean, I think the brother's an alcoholic. I think that's pretty much what we kind of established that that's that's an issue that he has, and that's something he has to obviously you know get. Get, get dealt with and, and taken care of, but um, I'm not 100 percent sold on sold on Memphis. Um, I think in a regular season, Phoenix should play it safe because once again, Bradley Beal usually plays 50, 55, 60 games at best. KD is obviously you know getting older, little uh, you know he's lost a step or two. Um, Devin Booker, he he's been their most consistent player, but I think Devin Booker also has the ability to run into his little janky injuries throughout the year too. So um, health health is why I don't think this, the Suns make real noise. Um, I think KD is a seven-footer with a history of lower body problems. Like, this shit is about to fall off the cliff pretty soon. Yeah. And then also, I think this could be if, – if, if they get the right veterans, we're just talking about them, I could see Oklahoma City Thunder having – that that leap year that that year where they take that leap in the regular I was, season. I was about to ask, do do we think our our guys, our guys in OKC, if they get the right vets, do we think they could take are deep enough and talented enough to take on a more elevated level of star, but with more depth and youth on their side? Maybe they OKC. The of, they played the hell out of most of the teams that you know. They damn well did. They, that's, that's what I don't even think it's a matter of needing the vets. I mean, obviously the vets would be nice and they help, but SGA is one of them players. Like he made that leap this past year where it was like, oh, this this motherfucker's nice. I don't think he takes a crazy leap next year, but that leap that he takes next year is gonna be that you can't do nothing with this motherfucker leap. And that's gonna make them a problem, especially if Chet comes back healthy and he's gonna be what he's supposed to be. 
if you get SGA out there and it's just basically I, you can't do nothing with me, like at all, they're gonna be a problem. Yeah, no, I I I, I agree with you. Um, I do. I want to say, <laughs> uh, call it blind foolishness on my part, but I just have this sneaking suspicion. Well, no, this is this is this is hope. It's optimism that Chris Paul is not going to be a Gold State Warrior when when the season starts. And I and if I he's not, not, and if he's not. I think the Warriors make a hell of a, a, a comeback versus, well, not really a comeback. They was like two wins away from the Western Conference Finals, but they just make a run, a better run, and they take the regular season more, like a little more seriously. Because just a year or two ago, we saw they took the regular season seriously the first 20 games of the, of the season, and they ended up going 18 and 2. So, and that, that was a team that had Otto, like Otto Porter resting games in between and Jordan Poole was starting over Clay, and we didn't know what Jordan Poole was quite yet. So I don't count the Warriors out. Uh, it just depends on how serious they take the regular season. I mean, Steph, after a loss, usually comes back the next season a little more focused, um, you know, or, or, you know, and obviously he hears the whispers and stuff. He's getting older. So it's probably their last chance to really make a run at it. So once again, get Chris Paul the hell out of there. Uh, if they do um, – and they get some some assets, some bench players, some guys who can contribute. Then I I still believe in them. I still think their starting five is 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 one of the best in the in the league when they you know when they're healthy and they they put in work. You know, I mean, you, Clay. I think I think the issue with the NBA talk about certain certain teams is that health issues and 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 you know fatigue start to wear some guys down. And I think that's what happened with Clay. Clay was just being Clay, but he also was just fatigued and he had carried the load for the team as their like prominent scorer, which is something he's never really had to do um when Steph was out and all other stuff like that. So I I I I still would say Gold State if they can get on track is another one. Um also they they got playoff experience over there. So I you know I, I wouldn't doubt them. Um, Minnesota. I'm not gonna take. No, I'm not gonna take Minnesota. I'm not gonna take Minnesota over them. But uh, yeah, that that that's that's Denver. Uh, healthy a healthy Clippers, a smart CP3 less Warriors. Um, and you know maybe uh, okay in OKC and OKC. Those are the teams I would take over uh Phoenix just because I think OKC has sneaky depth. Actually, like sneaky, sneaky depth. It's like guys you don't think. But like they 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 can make an impact. Uh, they got the game. fifteen guys signed still for a reason. So yeah. So I I think you know and 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 continuity like you know like the continuation in the, in in the NBA is what matters. Is that you might not have been that good the year before, so people project you to not be that good the next season. When in reality, that's not how this works. You know, you 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 get better. You take the off season. You 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 work at it. So, um, yeah, I I, I definitely see. I definitely see OKC making that lead. Axe, what do you think? Who's better in the West? Who better? Well, last episode I said they got a Western Conference Finals um, at best. But they're working out guys like Jabari Parker, Chasen Randall, and Stanley Johnson. Like, those aren't impact players. They have no cat room to do anything. So I'm not really moved by their depth. That's why I said they're not going to get to the finals. But as far as who's better, definitely Denver. Um, I think if the Lakers re-sign Austin Reeves, I don't know if they're able to re-sign 
Reeves, Hachimura, and Vanderbilt. I don't think they got cap space for that. But if they can resign two out of the three, I think they're a better team. I think Sacramento is a better team. They had, especially if they can sign Kuzma. And it's rumored they want to trade for Pascal Siakam. So if they can get Pascal Siakam or Kuzma, they're a better team than Phoenix to me. They have a lot of depth with Malik Monk, Keegan Murray, who hit 203 pointers last year. Um, Kevin Herter, De'Aaron Fox leading the way. Um, I like what Sacramento has going on. They could potentially be better. Um, if the Clippers stay healthy, I don't know why they want to put Norman Powell on the trade market like I've heard. That doesn't make sense to me because he played well in the playoffs last year. He gave put up a 40-point performance against Phoenix last year. So once again, their defense is mediocre. That's why I'm not a believer in Phoenix. DeAndre Ayton got outplayed by Jock Landale in certain games last year. He was a non-factor out there. Like, he wasn't really impactful. So, I don't believe in their lack of depth. I don't believe in Aiton consistently playing well. That's why I'm personally not high on them. Yeah, they can score points, but with the lack of depth, no point guard play, and Frank Vogel, like, getting tuned out consistently by teams after a while, I don't see them going far, especially if they're going to bring in Jabari Parker and Stanley Johnson and Chase and Randall. Um, I like OKC as well. Like, especially if they can get Brooke Lopez, I think that would be a good free agent acquisition. Um, Minnesota needs shooters. If Minnesota can get a shooter outside and improve Anthony Edwards, who I think is going to improve from um, Team USA ball, I like them re-signing Nas Reed. But maybe they can flip Cat for something, and maybe they can get an improvement from uh, Mike Conley maybe at the point guard position because he's a little older. He's 36. If they can make a couple moves, I like Minnesota. I don't know if they'll be better. I like what Utah is doing, too. Like, they tanked the last few games, but Laurie Markkinen played extremely well last year, averaging 26 a game. And I like the John Collins move. They have a lot of depth with Colin Sexton, um, Abaji, Jordan Utah Carson. is uh, in the top 10 of uh, cap space as well going into Friday. Yeah, Utah can make some moves, and I think they can be in a playoff team next season. I don't know if they'll be better in Phoenix. But Phoenix has a lot of teams to get through. And the West isn't a conference that's going to lay down. Um, it's just going to be tough. Just because they got three elite scores, you need more than that. Like, that big three stuff, it doesn't really work like that. It's a couple teams that pulled it off. But overall, you had more failed big threes than successful big threes. Like, everybody thought Brooklyn was going to run through the league when they had Kyrie and James Harden. And that failed miserably. And then Bill and Kevin Durant have injury problems. So it's just so many aspects of Phoenix that things have to go right to where I just can't say on paper they're the best team in the West. It's just too many other teams that I feel are have a lot of quality depth. And I just don't think Phoenix is going to just bulldoze everybody. That's just my opinion. Apollo the scout, what do you think, man? Teams that are better than Phoenix in the West. All right, so I'm going to preface what I'm going to say by reading off these names. This is everybody that is on the Phoenix Suns act like currently uh, with after contracts. Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, Campaign, Jordan Goodwin, Ishmael, Ishmael Wainwright, yeah, and uh, Isaiah Todd. Now, everything at the campaign was the who all stars. 
Exactly. <laughs> um, and not to mention they got about nine to ten potential free agents. These are the this is the depth that they had last year. The Tory Craigs, who who to be honest, they should resign. They should at least try to. Yep. Um Jock Landale, they definitely have to resign. Matter of fact, he might be their next priority because like Axe said, he outplayed Aiden's ass most of the time. Um uh, guys like well, TJ Warren. I mean, guys like those. I mean, TJ Warren's expendable. Uh, I don't know if he'll he'll come back. But uh, basically, all that to say, they only have what five million a five million dollar MLE, and they got like a four million dollar trade exception. That's not really going to get it done. Um, the caliber of guys that we got in free agency, like we talked about earlier, a lot of these guys outside of the the, the top play the top paid or the high salary uh, free agents. A lot of these guys are middling guys and their salaries doesn't really command that much. So they're going to have to kind of go at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, and with that being said, if you if you think of it that way, I don't see them really <laughs> being that good of a team. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I mean, Devin Booker and Bradley Beal, as, as great as they are, like, you know, at least offensively, uh, they're kind of the same player uh, to me. I mean, Devin Booker's better, but we're talking about the same type of style. Uh, now the off ball, the off ball stuff. I mean, Durant can play off ball. I mean, you know, we we know that he's kind of like the best teammate that we ever seen in NBA history. He can seamlessly fit into any style. But um, I mean the the, the depth. I mean that matters, man, and. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, the Clippers, I think they'll be better. Uh, the Kings will be better. Uh, Golden State, even currently constructed, is better. The Lakers, currently constructed, better. Um, Dallas, once Dallas figures out what they're gonna do with Kyrie and all that, they'll be better. Um, because I like their draft picks. Um, I, I really think that they try to address what they lost in those previous trades. Um, and like, cause they got Derek. What Derek? Do they got Derek Lively? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they got that um, to 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 shore up what Finney Smith uh, was for them, as far as that 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 height and that rim protection. Um, and uh, I like the kid that got Max Pro- Oh Max Prosper. Uh, that kid got a lot. He got a high motor, and defensively, his wingspan is big enough where he can't affect things, and that's what they desperately need was defense. Dallas, I'm talking about. Um, OKC, I will put them ahead of them just because of the youth that they got. These these aren't just young guys like Houston. Houston just got a bunch of young guys that haven't figured it out yet. But OKC has high IQ, more, uh, I think, unique abilities. Uh, Giddy with his court vision. I mean, I mean that's, 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 that's top. That's a top quality. SGA, he's an all-around superstar, and like people said, I, I believe that he's coming to his own where he's going to be that you can't fuck with me. I think he's having that year. Um, just like I said with Chet, hopefully Chet is who he's supposed to, supposed to be, who he is. Uh, and we can't forget about Lou Dort. Lou Dort is still good defensively, and he can still provide you, you know, uh, some threes. You know, uh, he, he he's at least adequate at it. So um, I got them better than Phoenix. Um, I got New Orleans better than Phoenix. 
I think I think Zion's going to stay. I think they're going to give him one more year. That's the rumblings that, you know, look, we're going to give him one more year. And hopefully, after all this Mariah Mills shit and all this other <laughs> shit that's going on, his ass can get hungry. They're going to give him one more chance. Um, and, but but I, I think, I mean, let, let's be honest. His bro, appetite, the reason he in this mess. <laughs> Man, got a fridge in the bathroom. That's a fat boy shit. <laughs> you know, I was going to say earlier, talking about a potential Zion for Scoot and Pieces trade, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, that'll get him away from that from that lady. And I said, shit, the way she acts, they they might he might need to get, need to get traded to fucking Bulgaria, Macedonia for that. She's going to Portland, too. Chinese. He go to Portland. She going to Portland, too. That's what it is. She, she going right with him. She followed right behind him like. Like yeah. she not yeah that that is that's a woman who saw he her can't escape this one and that's his fault. Yeah, yeah that's his fault. He's but, an idiot. But, but we 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 can dive into his idiocy. Gut was it guns and buns later? We can get up. We gotta have a whole podcast about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm gonna just say real quick. I'll say real quick about that. I, 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 he 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 needs some OGs around him and different OGs, like not NBA OGs like Shaq and. Motherfuckers like that, because because we know how Sha- Shaq moved the same way. Uh, uh, so Shaq ain't. Yes, he does. Uh, yeah, Brittany Renner. Yeah, really? Yeah, Brittany, yeah, it's <laughs> it, 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 it's just there's a lot. <laughs> there's just a lot there, yeah, and and so I just think Zion has the right idea. You know, you 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 know, two three hundred million in your pocket. You you know you got whatever you want at, at your fingertips, uh, literally and figuratively, really. Um and I I, I except get, for peace. That's the thing you have to you have to know you have to know which ones to mess with. And I'm sorry, Mariah Mills, girl. Look, brother. I mean, look. I, without saying everything I want to say about that situation, there's so many other options. If you was going to blow your bread on something, there's a lot of other options. That I mean, I can go to Instagram right now and put about four or five women. If I had two hundred, that's not important. But I'm just saying, you know, there's women, there's other options that you can look for. And I think he just, uh, like, he just, he just, he's just, he's an idiot. And um, hopefully, he's healthy enough to be on the court this year and stays on the court because that's the biggest issue. Um, you know, I, I mean, he could be fat, whatever. Uh, when that motherfucker going to court, he dominant. Yeah, like, so stay I mean, on that's court. twenty and ten and sixty percent shooting. That motherfucker show out whenever he's Kobe. healthy and on the court. Kobe. I, I've never seen anybody with, a, with, with the quickness and the motor that he has. Like, I mean, half a second to take his ass to react. His like his reaction time is insane, bro. Like, Man. but he's so damn fat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a, a Tay. You weren't part of the the sun slander last week that I'm. That I'm asking everybody questions about, but how do you feel about the Suns and where they rank after the moves they make in the West? What teams do you think are definitively better? Because you could see that nobody on this panel is is fucking with them at all. Yeah, I think I think I feel the worst about the Suns. I see a world where the Suns do not make the playoffs. I I could see them in a play-in and losing them two games. I could very well see that because all it takes is some injuries. Seven seed, you lose two games. That's it. Your season's over. I can see that. I'm not sold in the sense at all. I definitely have the Kings over them. I have the Timberwolves over them. Well, big Timberwolves. Play. I think I believe in that. I believe in that offseason moves. Um, I have Golden State, Chris Paul, and I. I don't think Chris Paul is gonna 
make or break the team. He's not good enough to make or break the team. I think he's just another guy in the roster, honestly. Um, I do mm, – I got the Lakers. I think the Lakers would be the same team as last year if they sign Austin Reeves, which I think they will. Um, I have the Mavericks coming back because the Mavericks did miss the playoffs. Like, like the Suns could be the Mavericks. Like what the Mavericks were like last season, that's what the Suns could be this season. I can I can definitely see that. I do got the Mavericks coming back with the all season moves and I, I like I like what they drafted and whatnot. Um yeah, I think the Thunder could be better. I just think the West is this is the most talent I can remember. It's a lot, especially at this new play in. It's 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 a game changer. You you really gotta you gotta tighten up. Like it unless the teams Coast like the the ten and nineteen coast because we've seen it, we've seen two playing teams make it pretty far in the playoffs now. So I think, yeah, like I I think the Suns could slip because they I mean they were they were teetering at five and six the whole season anyway. I do think the Suns could slip and get caught by maybe the Thunder or something like that, and their, their season's over. I don't see the, I don't see the Suns in the playoffs. Yo, I got to say, this is probably be the last thing that I'm going to say about the Suns, but Tay and Axe have both said that if the Lakers sign Austin Reeves, that could put them over the top, and that should tell you all you need to know about the Suns. <laughs> I'm going to be real. Uh, that should tell you all you need to know about the Lakers. Uh, That's in all honesty, too, because like Austin Reeves is cool, but I don't know how that shit going to look next season. Because nobody game plan for Austin Reeves or cared the game plan for him last year. And to me, it's the Jordan Poole syndrome. Maybe. A little low key. Nah, it's the like, way he bait for them nah. fouls, bro. The way he gets foul calls, it's different, yo. Like he's, 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 he's a legit player. Here's the thing. Yeah, he's I made say himself. This. I want to say this. A lot of them foul calls, there's a different reason for them. And I don't want to go into it. That's because the refs had sleepless nights, you know. Mm-hmm. Because that shit was bullshit. You and I all know that shit was bullshit. Because that 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 was bullshit. And that's the thing. The Lakers free throw differential, they didn't play that much different, if we're being honest. Did not play that much different after they got rid of Russ. Like they played a little bit, they had better defense. They played way better defense. But they didn't play that much different. It was just that they were getting a shit ton of calls because the league wanted them in the playoffs. And I understand that. And then they made enough trades and, and stuff like that. And that's fine. But I just want to see what if they don't get that same whistle this coming season, if they do get that same whistle, then, then, then you know, they'll, they'll probably be in the top five, 16 uh, in the West if, if they stay healthy, but what, you know, it, it's different. And so like, I, like I, the Austin Reeves thing, I think he's a solid player. I don't know. However, if, He's gonna be that guy because now they have to rely on him all like all season now. It's not like all of a sudden you start to kind of take shape and people are like, oh, this guy, you know, da, da, da. like now teams can game plan for you a little bit and it's different. You know, I I I don't I don't I don't see that being a game. I, I think it's necessary for you know for the the, the Lakers, but I don't see that being like uh, the thing that puts them over the top. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, the West is interesting this year because, once again, all we're saying right now really doesn't matter until we see who signs with who, who trades for who with free agency. 
I think that's the that's what really it boils down to. So like we're just speculating right now, obviously. And I think we had like I think we had to have a, a good a good you know our finger on the pulse of, of where it's going. But I, I until we actually get to see where some of these guys because you never know. All it takes is one blockbuster move and this whole shit is turned upside down. And uh, you know, some team might say fuck it and we going all in. And I think that's the beauty of the NBA offseason is that when you think you know what's gonna happen. Shit just changes. I mean, Bradley Bill. I, I knew Bradley Bill was probably gonna ask out. I didn't think he ended up Phoenix. You know, um, Dame. I mean, we all know Dame been pump faking for, for years, but maybe just the year he actually don't pump. He he stops pump faking and just says, "Fuck it, I'm gone." And if that happens, where does he end up? You know, what does that change? I don't think it moves a needle enough. Uh, you know, what is Boston going to do? Boston was close to getting back to the uh, you know, to the finals, and and you know, what does Miami do to try to get better? What you know. Does Denver bolster their bench a little bit to kind of give Jokic, Jamal Murray, and, and, and those guys a little bit of a rest throughout the regular season, maybe? Um, you know, I mean, Golden State ain't got much money, but what can they do? They were right there. You know, Lakers, what, what are they going to do? Uh, the Clippers, what are they going to do? All these playoff teams have limited money, but their windows are all closing. The only, person's, only team that windows is not really closing to me would be like Denver. Uh, I guess you could say Boston, too, because Boston's still fairly young. Um, you know, a lot of other teams, their windows are closing. Lakers, your window is about to shut. Gold State, same thing. So, you know, Phoenix, really, being honest, really, your your window's closing too because KD is 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 your second best, first best, whatever you want to say. And he's 35, about to be 36 with with a you know, with a rehab Achilles. So this is it's like how bad do you want it? And that's that's what I think this this free agency comes down to is is what 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 organization is gonna make the right moves? But I mean, I guess we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll see. Um, but uh, anybody got any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, I'm interested to see which young players take a leap, like from year two to three. Usually, when guys play on the FIBA teams or the Olympic teams, they come into the next season with a heightened level of focus and more production. So I'm interested to see what Halliburton does. I think he takes Indiana to the play-in or playoffs, like I said last episode. Um, I think Anthony Edwards comes back improved, especially, like, depending on what they want to do with Cat. Um, I think Bridges will play better next season in Brooklyn. I think uh, Triple J, especially with Ja being out, he could take another leap because he's on the Olympic team as well. Like, Olympic team – Kind of is weak on the big men. They only got Triple J and Kessler. But I can see both of those guys improving from um, that moment. Yeah. Yeah, well. You brought up a name that I was about to mention. I think Cat gets traded this year. As you should. I, th- I think they ship him out. I, th- I think that, that Minnesota looks around and they go, we just gave up everything for Rudy Gobert, so we're kind of stuck there. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards is supposed to be the guy and he plays very much like the guy I'm a huge Anthony Edwards fan um, but they, they're going to have to move Cat, get some of them assets back and get somebody who honestly just isn't like he ain't that guy and he kind of soft like Jimmy I mean people we weren't but a lot of people was looking at Jimmy after the whole Minnesota thing going he's an asshole and he treated Cat like this and I'm like nah he was right and then here we are a couple uh, years later. Nah, nigga was right. <laughs> I'm the yeah. last remaining. So yeah, I, can, I can see him getting shipped out. 
uh, as he should. Um, I, I I think it's a wrap. I think it's a wrap for Cat in, in Minnesota. I think Cat needs to be honest with himself and also stop being so damn corny, man. I think that's the thing that throws me off. He's just so damn corny. Like everything is like, it's like he's he's it's like he, he looked at a, he looks at a lot of memes and like hey, the memes dictate how he acts. You can't stop being what you are. I mean, yeah, I guess you can. If you're a cornball, you're a cornball. It's just, I just feel like, come on, bro. You know, like we, you know, we, uh, we, we absolutely need, uh, need cat to just kind of, you know, I mean, be yourself, but I mean, don't be yourself. You know, be yourself, but don't be yourself. That's that's always my advice. Advice to things like him, like be yourself. Cat to Brooklyn would make sense, just to me. Like, they need they the front court presence outside of Claxton, like. Maybe sign and trade with Cam Johnson because Minnesota needs shooters. I think that would make sense for both teams. It's got to be a team with, with like, because even in, in some ways, Golden State would make sense because they have Draymond. It's got to be somebody who isn't going to make him be the defensive focal point. And that's a tough one. That. Yeah. That's just, that's just a tough one to pull off. Um, whew, well, I feel like we've discussed everything that one could discuss when talking the NBA free agency. The only thing left for us to Blazers. do is wait and see. Yeah, fuck the Blazers. Uh, fuck, <laughs> fuck, Chris, fuck, 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 fuck Chris. Fuck Chris. Paul too. Always. That's, that's we got a day. we got a DAR Sports Media fuck fuck off list. Yo, Blazers, uh, Blazers, Dame, Chris Paul, Suns. You're all on yeah, the list. Oh, oh, trust me, trust me. My, my list will be even longer, but. We 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 ain't got enough time for, for that. How you feel uh, about uh the bull signing Bucci man before I get off the uh joint with you? He's he's a, he's a Nuggets fan now. He's a Nuggets, oh, Nuggets fan. fan. I've, I've been a Nuggets fan since day one. <laughs> from day one, I was informed on Twitter that he's been a Nuggets fan from day yeah, one. Yeah, look, look, I was I was I was a, I was a fan of the Nuggets from day one. Antonio McDykes, uh Carmelo Anthony, Alex, Alex English. English. Yes, yeah, I was about to, just about to say I was English like all of those great players. They are the next years. Yeah, Nick, I, I, I was there when Matumbo was there. I mean, I was there for it all. Granted, I did watch all this growing up, but I'd be damned if I say anything about them shitty ass Chicago Bulls <laughs> and giving that man twenty million dollars a year for three more years. The Bulls are unserious. They had one year where it looked like they might have tried to do something. That was the year, of course. Uh, last year when they were like number one or number two in the East for a while and then the injuries kind of knocked them down to like sixth or, or, or was it fifth or sixth. Um, but nah, man, it, the Bulls are unserious. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing about that. I mean, I, I still wear, wear my Bulls gear, but for my basketball fan sanity, I'm not, I'm not paying attention to the motherfuckers. No well, they might be shipping KAT out of town. And we are about to ship out of town here at DAR Media for this episode. We've got a ton of awesome content on the way this week. Be sure to check out what we released the other day with Savannah Evans, uh, Impact Knockout, doing a nostalgia hour where we go back and we talk about all of the great shows, great superstars that inspired us when we were young. Going to be a lot more cool stuff coming up with the Nostalgia Hour. We've got some awesome ideas for it. And if you guys have Nostalgia Hour topics you'd like to hear us talk about, send them on in, get in contact with us. Uh, we've got various articles dropping this week. we got an article from Axe dropping about Anton Walker. We have NBA offseason preview review 
article dropping. We just had a, an awesome series of CM Punk pieces that dropped today on the definearevolution.com. And uh, we'll have a piece about uh, All In in England dropping on Friday. I believe this, this uh, pod is dropping Thursday. So it'll be out tomorrow. We will all be back together uh, Saturday dropping a pod, a collision preview, probably talk about a little bit of Forbidden Door and some of the shenanigans that happened on Twitter because of Forbidden Door. And uh, yeah, a lot of cool stuff going on at DefineRevolution.com and at DAR Sports Media. What do you think? And Kurt? also, also got to mention, on that collision show, you will hear a little bit about AW Fight Forever, which is, I believe, out now. Uh, if you had to pre-order, it's out now. And if, if you go to Best Buy, Walmart, Target, wherever you go, or go on uh, Nintendo Switch online, whatever, Fight Forever is available um, to purchase. I have had this free copy for the last three or four days. Uh, got to listen to myself and many other artists. You can also go to YouTube right now, actually, uh, and check out the AW Fight Forever soundtrack interviews of myself, Omega Sparks, uh, Josiah Williams, uh, Blizz, Tizzy, uh, all the great artists that are on there. And we'll actually have a couple of those artists briefly chat chat with it with with us about Fight Forever. And you know, it's it's a big it's a celebration, man. It's a celebration. Dar has music in an AW video game. How many people can say that? Not that many. We're on a very short list. Shout out to Apollo. He's also on there with me. Um, on Tiger Stalin. Shout out Lee Moriarty. Um, so yeah, I, I, that's that's pretty much it. Like I said, we got a all in, uh, all in based uh, article coming out on Friday. We have um, you know, Axe's article will be up. Uh, well, you, it'll be up by the time you you hear this. It'll already be out. Um, got a couple other articles coming out too. Um. Yeah, uh, we have a ton of content because we're back running and everybody who followed me for years knows when I'm back running, it's full speed ahead. So uh, we 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 ready to take this thing over. Uh, you know, we're ready to take this thing over. D.A.R. Sports and Media also have a slight surprise, maybe in the future. Can't talk about it just yet, but I have a surprise and we're going to delve into possibly some film related talk on here for nostalgia hour and maybe i'll have some special guests who may be from uh the same company i was just talking about so we'll see how that works out but in the meantime uh i'm out eric's out everybody's out <laughs> speaking of surprises if you guys like our nba coverage get ready because in just a few short weeks probably about a month from now NFL coverage is going to be starting on DAR media yes. and you guys are going to be having some fun with me in these chats because, you know, I play a little bit of a wallflower role in the NBA, but when we get to the NFL stuff, oh yeah, that, that now we're in, now we'll be in my arena. And so I'm looking forward to that. I hope all of you are as well. All of this that we've just said should be strong evidence that the world of DAR media never stops. Rolling up the smoke, Chevy on the corner spokes. Did you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh, well, let's go, let's go. We riding out, yeah, riding out, riding out, yeah. Uh. We riding up, uh, riding up, yeah, riding up. I said the D-A-R like the D-P-G. 
east to west side out in dc we gotta make a move nigga yeah we see y'all beat steady bouncing to a beat that sound like dre or maybe battle cat loaded lux got me watching battle rap loading up my 38 you better never tattle that good smoke good pussy good up in my habitat sick of all the silly tricks send them where the rabbits at swing a couple irons like it's caddyshack me and apollo got some models that's been dying to follow i said it's the west in here tonight east side but the drama been so clear tonight all the bad bitches got nothing to fear tonight we just rockin', smokin' something you can hear tonight we the leaders of the new school follow the shit and give me a bad red bone to swallow this dick bitch rolling up the smoke chevy on them hundred spokes bitch you like the way we float hop inside oh wait let's go let's go we riding out riding out Riding out, yeah. We riding out, riding out, riding out. Yeah. Cruising the city, ride with something pretty. We bout to show about DAR, are you with me? It's show time, the whole fine. We smooth like why? And I'm looking at my watch, it's about that time. Just make you wanna dance all night long. We just make you wanna move all night long. We back at the hotel, yes it went well. We going hard to the bar, ring the bell. Last call for alcohol. We need to get lit, have it with jaws, baby. Rolling up the smoke, Chevy on them honey spokes. Bitch, you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh wait, let's go, let's go. We riding out, riding out, riding out, yeah. We riding out, riding out, riding out, yeah. Just got word that the plug got that good in stock. Sunny outside, so you know we pull it out. Feel me? It ain't no reason it should be that hot, but I ain't complaining. Been out here so long, it still ain't raining. All these tough guys know they wanna weigh in. I just give them a bit of game, and I have to say when. If it overflows, that's just the drip. I ain't never been the one to slip, but what you come to get, that's what I'm running with. Just to show y'all who y'all be fucking with. Say it's been too long, give me in the seat. When the weekend rolls around, it's just the remedy. Yo, I got a motherfucking tendency to wild out, but I'ma ride out before they get to me, y'all. Oh.